0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Desert Island Dishes with me, Margie. Today's castaway is the internet sensation, the woman behind the genius Instagram account, Deliciously Stella, Bella Younger. Deliciously Stella is a parody of those clean eating and wellness Instagram accounts. It's become such a big thing, she even got a book deal out of it. The book's hilarious. Davina McCall was one of her earliest fans, which is not too shabby. And she's gone on to have a podcast, an Edinburgh Fringe show, and she has a BBC Three series. I was so happy when she agreed to come on Desert Island Dishes. So without further ado, I give you the delicious Bella Younger, a.k.a. Deliciously Stella. Welcome to Desert Island Dishes.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm really
0: excited. (laughs) So I wonder, Bella, first of all, how do you think you'd get on on a desert island?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I always think that when people describe me, no one ever says... Bella Younger, she's a trooper. <laughs> they, they just don't. I wouldn't be your. Enemy. No, I'd be the first person on the island to sort of just like dig a hole and wait to die. I'd be absolutely <laughs> useless. Are you good in your own company? No, terrible, terrible. I hate to be alone.
0: Okay. okay yeah. Well, so we're off to a good start. <laughs> <laughs> so you are. A comedian, yes, comedian, yes. And um, first and foremost, and I read that you booked your first Edinburgh stand-up gig when you were still working in TV. Mm. Tell me
1: about that. What made you want to do stand-up? So i had done stand-up about three times in my whole life for about five minutes, and I was like, I do think I'm quite funny. I'll give it a go. I booked myself because I'm very good at pitching because of the TV thing. Okay, yeah. I basically pitched this idea to the Free Fringe in Edinburgh, and I said. Throw me a bone, let me do it. Thinking they'd go, absolutely oh, not even done done any stand up, and lo and behold, they went seven p.m. every night oh, of my August. Well, was was like, it wasn't just one show. No, 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 every night for the whole of August. And um, I freaked, so I, I didn't go out for a whole four months. Oh my goodness, I cannot imagine anything scary. because presumably there's
0: quite a big difference between being funny. Mm, and then making the jump to do stand up. Yeah, so it's a different. It's
1: really of... long, like it's an hour, and you have to learn it off by heart. It was really scary, and I didn't know if anyone was going to come. And oh my god, did anyone come? People came. Yeah, good. It was a bit. It was such a stab in the dark. I was like, this could be the worst thing that's ever happened. Okay. Everyone was like, get ready to have crowds of two or three. <laughs> <laughs> but that would still be quite scary. Yeah, kind of one or Yeah.
0: Have you ever had any experiences where people just didn't laugh or has it been quite smoothly?
1: I have genuinely had people walk up and leave Oh, I like, just goodness. leave the show or people just order food at the show. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you know and they're just there waiting for their delivery and you're like I'm actually no. on stage performing a show today. But you just can't take
0: it personally because no. that must be a really common thing. Exactly, like must have to loads of people. But the upside is you must when it goes well, you must come off the stage feeling
1: when it goes well, it's amazing. Yeah. Last year played my spirit. Last year I just didn't want to go on ever and it was really horrid and I'd come off at the end not feeling sort of like overjoyed, just the sheer relief of not being on the stage anymore. That's also quite a good feeling. Yeah, I was just like... So, Bella, let's
0: talk about your first dish of the day. Yes. What's the dish that most reminds you of your childhood?
1: So, I think it is turkey dinosaurs. Oh, okay, yeah. And and spaghetti hoops. (laughs) That's a great one. Yeah. (laughs) So, my my mum... and my dad had me when they were really young. They were about twenty-four, and then they had my brother and sister when they were sort of in their thirties and doing quite a lot well, quite a, lot, a lot better. And so my brother's favourite meal is chateaubriand, <laughs> and mine, mine is genuinely like turkey dinosaurs. And but, <laughs> That's a thing. I forget. <laughs> And, and actually, do you ever go down memory lane and have them now? No, yeah. they are great. Yeah. My friend Laura and I have this thing where sometimes I'll just go around her house and we will have fish fingers and beans and it will be glorious. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with
0: that. No. Do you put them in a sandwich or? No, 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 just, just, no, just like classic. As it is. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. It is great. <laughs> <laughs> so on to the woman herself, deliciously Stella. Yes. I read that you came up with the idea just one weekend, you created the account and just went for it. Is mm. that? genuinely how it happened
1: yeah so I was working in food tv so I was sort of researching all these girls and I was like why are they on the beach why is no one at work (laughs) like what's going on why are there so many avocados I was so intrigued by what was going on then I found Ella and I was like wow and my friend said you're the most revolting person I've ever met (laughs) why don't you just start one where you just are your disgusting self and I was like yes I will. Great friend, great advice. (laughs) Um, So no, so I I did. So I started taking pictures of myself being really revolting. And then it just blew up into Delicity Seller and it was crazy. It's amazing. It seems like from the outside,
0: Insta fame seemed to come quite quickly. Mm. But I don't know, maybe it just seemed like that from the outside. But how did you go about spreading the word? Because I heard an interview where you said that a BuzzFeed article kind of changed Things overnight, and then you had a tweet from
1: Davina McCall. Yeah, so Davina McCall found it quite early on, and she tweeted about it. And I was on on a film shoot on the day, and my boss said, "Turn off your phone. This isn't happening." So I muted it. And <laughs> I muted it, and I was I was in this shoot with these these kids. And I could feel my back pocket going. Burr, 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 and that's all cool. Something has happened. Something has happened. Obviously everyone knew. I was like, this is so exciting. Got my phone out. I had a million tweets from Davina McCall. I couldn't believe it. Oh my I got 5,000 followers overnight. Turned off all my notifications. I was so, so excited. And then BuzzFeed got hold of it and I got 70,000 followers overnight. I'm sorry. 70,000? 70, 70,000. <laughs> That's incredible. It was crazy. I was just at the table with my brother, just refreshing, going,
0: Oh my God. Oh my oh goodness. God. That's amazing. So, you know how they always say that behind every overnight success, there's 10 years of hard work? Mm. It seems like no, you might be a genuine pain. No, no genuinely just happening overnight. It, it happened overnight.
1: <laughs> and it's not normal.
0: It's amazing. It, it's almost like the kind of thing that you couldn't plan for.
1: Like it mm. just,
0: it, it just happens or it doesn't.
1: I've never been so confused. (laughs) It was, it was too. All the mottos about life, about like
0: you know, plan and maybe those aren't true.
1: I know, but then there's all these other mottos which are like, you've only got one chance. You know, this isn't going to happen again. And I'm like, it might. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. We can't all be riding on my Instagram
0: (laughs) account. So I know that contrary to what Deliciously Stella portrays, you are actually a cordon bleu trained chef yeah um, so asking you about your second desert island dish of the day what's the first dish that you learnt to cook
1: so actually because I, I did leiths actually I know uh, they, they make you make the weirdest things like things you never would ever have to make in your life and I remember very clearly a day when we made Eccles cakes okay Yeah. which are A disgusting <laughs> and be completely useless but like isn't it um, like a very fruity like a, rais- a weird raisiny scone yeah <laughs> a weird raisiny pastry so, that I know how to make a raisin pastry. <laughs> I will never make one in my life because they're gross.
0: Yeah, that's true. You do learn a lot of random things.
1: Anything else that you've learned there? Oh, everything that we yeah. made was completely bizarre. Have but you ever always made... the pastry ones? I've never made pastry. Yeah. I'm not into it. I'm not going to do it. I think it's when they make you learn how to make phyllo pastry. Yep. Like Fe- how- <laughs> that's Such a nightmare.
0: Yeah. Even as a chef, yeah. I'm going to buy that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Shoe. (laughs) Shoe pastry.
0: (laughs) When am I going to make profiteroles? Well, more likely to make profiteroles than your own puff. Yeah, that's pastry. Like watching them make it on Bake Off.
1: Yeah. No, No, it's it's, it's It's (laughs) So,
0: Did you ever plan on doing anything with your
1: chef? Training. Well, actually, I'm starting a supper club. Oh, great. Yeah, I, do, I, do, I do sell a supper club. I That's won't just thing. serve sweets. I, okay. will, I will serve <laughs> actual food. Um, yeah, I know I'm doing it with a, with a girl called Martha, who actually does her own supper club anyway. Amazing. So she's much more sort of well-learned than I am. That's so cool. So you are still quite a keen cook yeah really keen really keen and we're trying to find sort of like funny ways to make things look like story noises but actually be delicious oh
0: my goodness so you're being like a, a new twist on the heston
1: yeah exactly yeah. that's that's what we're trying to do
0: <laughs> setting the bar hi just, you, you know? <laughs> so we know the kinds of things that would be in deliciously Stella's trolley mm-hmm. and she'd probably have haribo and hula hoops and wkd I wondered, bit of a random question, but are there the five kitchen staples that
1: you couldn't be without? Well, you've got to have Malibu coconut rum. Of oh, obviously, oh, Wait, water. is this as Bella or as Stella, Stella? As Stella, she would always have Malibu coconut okay. water. she would always have uh, Gordon's green juice. Yeah, obviously. And obviously, she loves pastoral alternatives. <laughs> so all all the pastoral alternatives, strawberry laces are great. You know, you can yeah, sweet, like a strawberry courgette. Yeah, you can you can spiralize chocolate bars. I've tried. Have you actually tried? I I tried on stage last year in my Edinburgh show. It doesn't really work. It's kind of grapes. Yeah. um, What else? Anything colourful, you know, a colourful diet's a healthy diet. That is true. Eat the rainbow. Yeah, exactly. Eat the The rainbow. Skittle. (laughs) Yeah. So Stella Stella really does love to eat the rainbow. (laughs) Amazing. Obviously, it's
0: all in the name of comedy and it's really obvious that it's all really good natured. But has anyone been offended?
1: Everyone's been really lovely, actually. Everyone's yeah. been really chill because it's so silly. Yeah, it's like me standing with a pile of Pillsbury dough on my tummy really gonna, <laughs> isn't really going to offend anyone. Hopefully, <laughs> well, hopefully, but you just never know. nowadays. I know. Right. I did that. worry at first. I was like, oh, I hope, she, I hope no one's sending me. And, yeah, but they've all been so lovely. Yeah, is that and it definitely doesn't feel like it's aimed at a particular person. It's just the whole
0: movement—a mm. like tongue-in-cheek mm. reaction mm. to that. Oh, well, that's good. No one's been offended. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your feed is obviously hilarious, but it also looks like it's a lot of fun to do. Who takes your pictures and is it always really funny behind the scenes?
1: Well, I do have a boyfriend of Instagram, um, so right. I find myself like scrubbing <laughs> to find people. Sometimes I'll be in KFC and I'm like, "Excuse me, do you mind?" And they're like, "What? what? Just you're job- just wait here while I pose with all of these." So them. bad. I have I have an aunt who lives down the road, and sometimes I'll be like, "I'm trying. Can I come around to your house? We you take a picture of me, like with some crunchy strapped to my tummy, and she's like, "Yes, just an average Monday morning." Yes. <laughs> she's like, "Okay." I <laughs> make no, your house isn't actually the best because it's quite dark, and she's like, "I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you come here?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not leaving. I'm like, "Okay, okay."
0: That's hilarious. So Bella, the third mm. desert island dish of the
1: day. Yes, what's the best dish you've ever eaten? The best dish. It's a really tough one, actually. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm more of a simple taste. That's okay. So my favourite things are like the most the Marks Spencer's food, party food aisle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what would be your pick? It would be like a, a feta and herb parcel.
0: Oh yeah, those are really good. Mm, they're really good. Yeah, and they do a really good like bottom-up one. Yeah, well.
1: yeah. Just, like lots of pastries. Yeah, those pastries—they're my favorite. Okay, what's we're going
0: with? That's the best thing you've ever
1: eaten. <laughs> I think that's the best thing. Like when I'm over, are going to be sad. So that's happy. it. And <laughs> um, well, that's a good one. They, they're you. also great to take to picnics. They really are. It's my absolute favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when my brother's sad, my mum just goes and she drops like three hundred pounds and. <laughs> I mean, you come out with like one thing for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Something I always wonder about comics, comics mm. comedians. Mm.
1: Do people confuse you for your character? All the time? Oh, all the time. So, you know, I'll be eating courgettes in a restaurant quite happily, and people get really confused. I feel like about a closet. <laughs> You no, know, like you're cheating. Yeah, on... I feel like I'm cheating. I was in Bone daddy's the other day, and this girl goes, oh, my God, you, are you delicious? I don't know. I went, yes, of course. And um, <laughs> Yes, of course. Yes, of course. <laughs> she, my sister and I were there, and we really didn't like it. It was really rich. We, we were like, well, we couldn't get through it. And I was like, I've just been spotted not being able to finish food. It's <laughs> so embarrassing. We were like, this is delicious. Oh, oh. <laughs> and as
0: someone whose career is based on being funny... That must be really exhausting. Like is there quite a pressure to be funny all the time? Yeah,
1: and sometimes I'm really grumpy and really violent. Well
0: yeah, as is everyone. <laughs>
1: yeah. I yeah, I think there is a sort of expectation that I'm always really funny and up for a laugh. Yeah. And so sometimes you just can't be bothered. Yeah, quite a lot of the time I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely furious, so it's, it can be a bit awkward. I've never really met anyone when I've been in a really bad mood. I've yeah. always been fine. The <laughs> last for me, it was a bit difficult. It was sort of like, oh, my God, she's got no eyes. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: That could have been part of your
1: act. I know, part of, <laughs> part, of, part of my act, like me in a gutter,
0: because I always wonder and I guess it's different for everyone's different but is it something that you kind of you do have to switch on that you kind of have to put that hat on and then you can be deliciously stellar and you can sort of be funny in that way but the rest of the time you just normal like the rest of
1: us. I mean, I am I am pretty normal. Sometimes people will ask me to do an interview in character and they won't give me any warning. I got that last week and they were like, do you mind oh, answering those questions, character? That's I was like,
0: what we're meant to be doing.
1: Oh yeah, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, actually I, I'd have to script that and that would take my whole day. Oh well, yeah. And they're like, oh, oh. Okay, and I was like, well, don't don't be disappointed. It's just going to be me. It's just going to be me. I'll do my best to be funny.
0: (laughs) That's really interesting. So people just assume... But I guess that means you're doing a really good job, that people think that it doesn't take any work. I know, well, hopefully. Yeah, I think that's a good sign. (laughs) Most of the work that you've done so far has been solo.
1: Do you find that difficult or does that actually suit you? It's really tough, but I think... Taking a show up to Edinburgh and having a team behind you is great because you sort of share the lows and the highs. And I don't really have very many comedy friends because I didn't come up through the circuit or anything. And it can be quite rubbish. And comedians I know who've got lots of friends love Edinburgh. Whereas for me, it's basically. A solo, awful, oh, terrifying, terrifying experience. Yeah. So, are you doing it again this year? I'm not doing it. it broke my spirit last year, okay. so I'm not doing it this year. Okay. But next year, I've got big plans. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Would you ever look to team up with someone as like a comedy duo? I'm not great at like character acting. It's not my really okay. thing. Like, I'm much better at the whole sort of self-deprecating, miserable. Okay. Yeah, by. that works better. Yeah, a... that works better. Yeah. A... So I'm just, I'm just going to do, do it of myself. I know loads more comedians now, so I can actually text them and be like, hey, guys, can I hang out with you?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have a gang. Yeah. So I have a very important question, mm. which is actually very relevant, because I saw that you're working with the Better With Bread campaign. I am, yeah. But it's the fourth Desert Island dish of the day. Yes. That is what's your favourite sandwich?
1: Okay, favourite sandwich... Smoked ham and mustard. Ooh, yeah, yes. always. Okay, yes. that's your go to. Yeah, the meal deal, that with a packet of quavers. Add a that Dark Coat, that's the drink. White bread? Always. Yeah,
0: yeah. And is it one that you feel like you can recreate at home or is it marketable? No, it's, all, it's always best from the supermarket. Yeah, no, I think I would agree with yeah. that. And is the smokiness of the ham important? Yes. don't just go normal? Uh, No, no. No. It's always the
1: smoked ham and mustard. Okay.
0: They get it so right. Yeah, they do. They do. It's very interesting. Mm. Um, So you have a book. Yes. Which is very exciting, as well as your one-woman comedy show at Edinburgh, your weekly podcast, and your new BBC Three series. Yes. I wanted to know, in your opinion, what's the best thing that you've got to do since coming up with Deliciously Stellar?
1: Um, so obviously having a book now, it's been amazing. Amazing. Just so I can say I'm a published author, yeah. even though the book is ridiculous. And you did an amazing book tour. Yeah. You were everywhere. <laughs> well, I did, I did. And you know, the press was great. And you know, My parents don't understand why I do. So when I'm able to say, oh, I was on the cover of The Times, they're like, Whoa. I mean, that is amazing. Yeah, so no, they are excited by things like that, which is nice.
0: And how long has it been since... The, the weekend that you set up it's only been less than two years mm. less than, yeah, just over two years just mm. over two years can
1: ago. you can you kind of believe what's happened in the last two years I mean what's going to have to happen is it's going to have to die soon because I've run out of jokes um. and I, I don't know what, I don't know what to do I don't know whether it's to be like hey guys follow me it's cool chill and then they'll see photos of actual me yes women made <laughs> with a dog actually using called exactly actually, actually I wouldn't do that but Basically, um, that I'm that, sure I'm that quite that boring. Is it is, it's
0: not mine. <laughs> That's a spiralizer in the corner. I know. <laughs> so, what do you think you would be doing now if it weren't for Delicious Salad? Because obviously, you had already booked the Edinburgh mm. show. Mm. So,
1: you'd still be doing comedy. But... I think so. I think I'd, I'd have done the show. And actually, I, I got an agent off the back of the show a couple of days in, which was great. That's
0: so great. So um, that must be. I mean, I don't know anything about it, but as a comedian, that must be
1: a pretty big deal. Yeah, that's like end goal. So that yeah. was really good. I was really happy about. And that. And that kind of just came to you. Yeah. So she came to see me, and luckily, she's quite she's quite posh, and my show was about being very posh and, and quite <laughs> left wing and always embarrassing myself. And um, and she came and she and she really liked it and she signed me and it was great and I was really excited, but I don't I don't know what I would have done without delicious seller because it's given me the platform to be able to sort of, you know, write stuff that I can send to people and yeah. You know, ideally the dream is to write a film or a sitcom.
0: Oh my God, that would be amazing.
1: That's what I want to do. But I mean I
0: mean it's the same for lots of people who start off with a character. Yeah. Obviously there's room to move away from that and do wider things. Like mm-hmm, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm so excited to see what you do next. Wow. Um so the fifth dish of the day, mm. what's the dish that you eat the most
1: often? Smoked ham mustard sandwiches. No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> you cannot have the same answer twice. <laughs>
1: okay, fine. If it wasn't smoked ham mustard yeah. sandwiches, which it should be, yeah. Um, what do I eat most? I really like eating. Um, oh, I make this like rameny type thing. My ooh. mum taught me how to make it's okay. really delicious. Can you play like, us through it? Yeah, so basically, it's, you you blend up coriander and chili and garlic and ginger, and you, you blend it all up, and then you sort of fry it in coconut oil. See how coconut? Oil, yeah, fry <laughs> <laughs> in coconut oil, then you pour in stock, and then you put rice noodles in, and it's so good. When you have a prawns or ooh, a chicken, that sounds really. It's good. It's really good, and it's really hearty and yeah. filling, and like really delicious. That sounds really good. Mm, it's really good. So is your mum? My mum's a
0: chef. Is she? Yeah. That's where you get it from. Mm. So might she be lending a hand in the
1: supper club? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know it yet, but yes.
0: (laughs) She will be in the kitchen. Yeah. So I read an interview where you said that people assume the things you post are really what you eat. And they do sometimes kind of miss the joke. But in real life, you work out and you eat a balanced diet and you Mm. have a really, what seems like a really healthy attitude to life. Is that partly the point of Deliciously Stella to point out how crazy this whole world had become? In that sense,
1: yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just bonkers. Of course, I don't have a WKD for breakfast, but <laughs> you no, know, I think someone who drinks an occasional WKD is absolutely fine. Yeah, definitely. That, I just I hate this whole sort of viewing food as some sort of poison. I think it's yeah terrifying and not based in any science at all I mean I'm not a scientist I don't really know what I'm talking about but I know enough to know that this isn't healthy yeah definitely and I think
0: the place we've got to where we were kind of placing moral judgments based on the food you eat. I know. You're clean so
1: bad, clean and dirty. Oh, it's also dirty. I don't know. It's not dirty. Yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person. I'm sure it passed <laughs> standards. <so> I'm <laughs> sure it was fine. Yeah.
0: It's interesting that we got to that place, but hopefully we're maybe through that. Mm. What is the weirdest food craze or diet that you have come across on
1: Instagram? Freely the Banana Girls. Oh, <laughs> well, explain. What does she? She do? only eats bananas. She, she only eats fruit. She's a fruitarian. Oh, okay, she eats nothing but fruit. But she'll eat bowls and bowls and bowls of fruit. She'll eat you know, like eight watermelons in a day. Okay, that's her diet. Right? How could she be okay? I don't know. Is she? Why do you know? She's mad. Okay, she's got a, she's got a YouTube channel. She's actually oh, famous. okay, and her, like quite a big following. Mm, huge following. Okay. Yeah, like the bananas. She's obviously.
0: Something's not right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope she's not listening to this. <laughs> so I guess in light of your upcoming uh, supper club, this mm. is quite a relevant question, mm. your sixth dish of the day is your go-to dinner party dish.
1: Okay, so I know this always. Okay. So what I do is I slow roast a shoulder of lamb, shred it, and have mint and salt and pomegranates. Yes. and Then I make a satsiki and a salad and some light boiled potatoes. That sounds delicious. It's great. Yeah, that's very similar to my go-to dinner party. Is it? Yeah, well, because you can make
0: it ahead and then it's very easy, fuss-free. I feel like that's the key to being throwing a good dinner party. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, That sounds delicious.
1: And what would you serve for pudding? Well, I'm not actually, I'm not very good at puts. Okay. I, I do love pudding. Yeah. Maybe, sort of, maybe some sort of roulade or something. Oh, okay. I quite enjoy a roulade. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, because you said that, you're just going to go for something simple, but no, a roulade. Yeah, okay. no, I like roulade. Yeah, a, roulade. Mm. a chocolate one. A chocolate one, obviously, yeah, yeah.
0: obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, a, a Christmas chocolate log, but, yeah. any, time but any time of the year. But any time of the year, yeah. I like that. What advice do you have for someone wanting to
1: become a stand-up? medium. do it yes that is the only advice because nobody gets better by writing or doing it on in the mirror or wanting to do it the only thing you can do is go out there and die (laughs) oh
0: my goodness I just can't imagine anything scarier
1: it's miserable and it will go very badly but it will also go very well and when you hit that sweet spot
0: will be fine. Did you do the thing that people do where you practice to, like, I don't know, what's it
1: called? Previewing. previewing. I, yeah, previewing. I, I previewed a little bit for my first show. So Not those, nearly enough. Are those crowds meant to be friendlier? Exactly. So they're meant to be friendlier and you can have your notes oh, right. and you can be like, oh, sorry, I forgot what I'm going to say. And, you know. So people know that they're coming to a preview yeah. and they're like. So you sort of, you te- typically do them for free.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah.
1: So then when you do your real show, you just
0: people money, But you still. Want them to be honest, like you don't want fake laughing because it, you need to know if something's it, funny.
1: Exactly. That. Like my <laughs> friends are all like, "Oh, you're amazing," you know,
0: like, okay. no, but am I really, guys? <laughs> so my next question was going to be, "What's next for Deliciously Stella or Bella?" But I guess it's the supper club, which sounds really exciting, yeah and hopefully some TV.
1: Hopefully, someone will commission something that I've written.
0: So excited. So are you
1: writing at the moment? Yeah, so I'm writing pilots and films, God knows what else, just like aggressively trying to get stuff made. That's amazing. But, you know, many doors are slammed in faces. Yeah, but as is the case with everyone. Yeah, exactly. Keep knocking. Exactly. So
0: the last dish of the day is the final dish that you would eat before being cast off to the desert island. And it can't be... The smoke on your sandwich.
1: <laughs> the last, the last dish before yeah. I get cast off to us. So you can go three, three courses? Mm, I definitely would go three courses. I think I'd have steak da to start. Yes. And then... Like, have you, what, do you remember where you've had a really good steak? They for? do a really good one at Soho House. Actually. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah. But then I'd probably have, probably have something really decadent, like lobster. Yeah. And then, and then for my pudding, What's my fave pudding. Probably something that my mum makes. Oh yeah, so she makes this sort of like a flourless orange cake, which is then topped with chocolate. So it's essentially a giant jaffa cake. Oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that's what I would have. Yeah, that sounds really
0: good. It is really good. Yeah, and um, that sounds like an excellent final meal. Which restaurant would you most miss when you're
1: on the desert island? Ooh maybe maybe cafe morano yes i got i got invited there to a bloggers event Ooh, so excited i ordered the most expensive bottle of wine mini it cost about 500 pounds <laughs> everything was free i drank <laughs> so much i passed out a neighbor on the way home oh the sign of a good night yeah i mean absolutely also it was the middle of the day oh. <laughs> and the heart that came out said hello i was beside That's myself amazing. It, was great. it was really great and did you get to eat oh yeah Eight. yeah Everything. I ordered everything. Amazing. It was disgusting. Oh, but
0: that maybe that would be a good send-off to
1: the desert yeah, island. Yeah, it was great. You can recover in
0: private. Mm. And I just wondered, what luxury item would you want to take with you to the desert island? You're allowed one luxury.
1: A towel. A towel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very modest luxury. And you, of, of course... But imagine, how do you dry yourself when you've been in the sea? I mean... I can't even begin to imagine. I know. A towel, a towel will yeah. be really useful. Was you, like, sitting on, straight on the sand would be miserable. Awful. Yeah, it would be. It would, it would definitely okay. be a towel. Oh, you are allowed that one luxury, Bella. And thank you so much for letting us hear your dishes. Not at all. Dishes. Not at all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So that was the lovely and wonderful Bella Younger's Desert Island Dishes. I love that she tried to sneak the smoked ham and cheese sandwich into every answer, <laughs> but I had to put up my schoolmistress hat on and say, no, we need more food choices from you and more we got also loved how modest her one luxury item would be a simple towel i'm not sure what mine would be Mm, something to ponder over thank you for listening again to desert island dishes with me margie broadhead another really fun episode talking to another wonderful person and i just hope you're all enjoying these as much as i'm loving doing them please do rate and leave a review on itunes as it really helps Every time you do, it boosts the show a little bit more and helps others to find me, which is great. So until next week, bye or see you over on Instagram at MadeByMargie. Bye.